like a seed that's sown into the ground. A spark of God's word can ignite a harvest within your soul. Today, here on The Spark, we're going to be talking about sowing and reaping, but most importantly, the fact that if you don't sow, there's no chance of reaping. I want you to think about that. We serve a God that cannot fail. The great God, Jehovah. Why would we not sow what he has placed within our hands? Oh, glory to God. The Hinsons are singing for us today and we are just glorifying God. I ask you right now just to lift your head, your hand and your heart to God and say, Lord, I'm yours. I'm yours. The God that cannot fail. Man, that's just an awesome thought, isn't it? There is no way that God will ever fail in your life if you put your trust in him. Today, I want to talk to you about the fact that we have received and we must sow in order to receive more. Genesis 26, verse 12 through 13 says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. You know, unless a seed falls into the ground, new life cannot spring from that ground. For that seed to fall, something must die. The old must pass away and something new must be brought forth. Church, today we've got to understand that we have been given new life. You are a new creation, a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. You have received the power of God in your life. You know, there's four ways to receive from God. I, I want to talk to you. Jesus talks about this in Matthew chapter 13, verse 19 through 23. In 19, he says, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not, then comes the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received seed by the wayside. Now, folks, there's a there's a way to receive and, and the devil steals it from you because you don't get the truth. But he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that hears the word and with and he receives it with joy and yet he has no root in himself, but instead he handles it for a while. And when the tribulation or persecution arises because of the word by and by, he's offended. You know, there's a lot of people who receive the word, but... They can't handle the heat. And then in verse 22, he says, he also that receives seed among the thorns is he that hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfruitful. So there's another way to receive and then we just get caught up in the world. We're too busy, too busy. But then in verse 23, he says, but he that receives seed into the good ground is he that hears the word he understands the word and he also bears fruit and brings forth some 100, some 60 and some 30 fold. You see that the, the four types is he who heard it, but never really allowed the word to take root. They have excuses, unbelief. Then they heard the word and received it with joy, but persecution, hardship, hurt. Those things of the world came up and they arose and that person was offended. And so they had shallow roots. And then they heard the word and they received the seed, but they loved this world more than they loved God. 
Finally, they heard the word and they received the seed into good ground. That's a believing heart. That's a heart that receives what God has said and believes with all of their heart, their soul, their mind. That seed begins to multiply. You know, the Bible tells us that we have freely received. Did you know that you have freely received the word of God? You have freely received the promise of God. Matthew 10, 7 says, and as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. There's only one way that you receive, and that's freely from God. But the problem is, is we're not freely giving. Jesus says, you're going to go. You need, to, you need to, to give what I've given you. You have received freely. Now you're able to give. There is no limit to what we can give if we trust in God. God wants to bless you in abundance this morning. He wants to bless you to the point that, that it overflows from every pore of your being. You have freely received. Now we can freely give. You know, there's some things we have to do to, in order to receive and, and possess what God has given us. First of all, you have to believe in order to receive. Mark eleven twenty two says, have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Wow. You know, I, I don't find any excuses in there. It says, if you believe and you don't doubt, it's going to happen. It'll be done for you. And verse 24 says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Folks, this is the word of God. I'm not giving you some book that somebody wrote that doesn't believe the word of God, but preaches it. I'm telling you what God has said, what Jesus said. And verse 25 says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven can forgive you your sins. When we stand before God, trusting in his word, acting upon his word, everything is possible. All things are possible did you catch what Jesus said? He said, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. You're going to have you received what God has freely in your life? Sometimes it doesn't look like things are going to happen. Sometimes things look totally impossible. Sometimes the cruise of oil is empty. Believe God anyway, and you will receive all that you need. That folks is radical faith believing that you will receive. Secondly, receive it with joy. Receive the blessings of God with joy. We don't, we don't need a church. We don't need saints of God that are walking around all melancholy and sad-faced. We need saints of God that know that God is on their side and there is nothing impossible that lies before them. Luke 19 and 5 through 10 says, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at your house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. Are you ready to receive what God has for you with joy? Are you ready to receive the presence of Christ in your life with joy? Oh, church, we need to receive with joy with joy the things that God has given us and promised us. Next, we need to receive in power. 
John 1 and 11 says, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Glory to God. Did you hear that? As many as received him, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Not in some future life, not in some future place, but child of God. You are the sons and daughters of God this very moment. I want you to rise up in the strength and receive what that means. Even to them that believe on his name which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. I want to read that to you again. They were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Church, your receiving is a receiving because God has spoken it into your life. Do you understand that? Do you understand the power of God speaking over your life? Praise God. Don't be afraid but receive willingly. It will move you to the destination that God has for you. John 6 and 19 says, so when they had rowed about five and 20 or 30 furlongs, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and drew nigh unto the ship and they were afraid, but he said unto them, it is I, be not afraid. And they willingly received him into the ship. In that storm of their life, they saw Jesus and they willingly received him into the ship. The next line is amazing. It says, and immediately the ship was at the land where they went. Church, if you will receive the blessings of God in your life, if you will receive the word of God for the word of God, don't let some preacher explain it away. Don't let some book that you read tell you how that's not gonna happen or that's impossible or that was for long eras ago, but it's not for today. You need to receive the word of God, graft it into your heart and begin to walk in the power of sowing and reaping. We need to receive so much more. Acts 8 and 14 says, And when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. Listen to me. Samarians had received the word of God. So Peter and John decided to go on down there. And when they got there, here's what it says. Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid their, they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. I want you to understand something. You might have received Jesus Christ in your life. You might understand the power of Christ in your life, but I want you to know God has more for you. You need to receive so much more in your life. They laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost and power came upon them. Everything that comes from God must be received. You know why some people don't have the gift of the Holy Ghost? You know why some people don't speak in tongues? You know why some people don't lay hands on the sick? It's because they have not yet received what God intended for them. They've listened to somebody say it's not for today. They've, they've said, well, I've tried, but I just can't seem to break through. And so they're not receiving what God has. We need to let go of everything else and lay hold of what God has for us. To receive, we must go and possess. In Joshua 18, 
verses two and three, it says, and there remained among the children of Israel, seven tribes, which had not yet received their inheritance. (laughs) Child of God, children of God, there are people listening to my voice right now who have not received their inheritance. God wants you to receive it right now. Joshua said unto the children of Israel, how long are you slack to go to possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you? How long are you going to wait? How long are you going to hold back? How long are you going to depend on somebody else? How long are you going to just sit around and say, well, I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed, but it's not coming. Child of God, it is time for you today to go and possess the land. It is time for you to receive because unless you receive, you will never sow. You must have the seed of God in your life. You must have the power of God in your life in order for you to go and possess the land. I want to tell you something right now. We started off talking about when Isaac sowed in that land and he received the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Church, today, Today, God has sown into your life and he is waiting for the harvest to bring forth. He is waiting for you to die to self, to die to this world, to die to those things that you think you need to have and know that God has so much more for you. God has a blessing that will pour out a hundredfold. He has a blessing that will pour out more than you can contain. But the first thing you need to do is sow into that blessing. You need to begin to pour out your heart to God. God and say, Lord, I'm ready. Take all that I have. You have planted in me the seeds of the Holy Spirit. I am a child of God. I possess the kingdom today, but I'm going to put it in someone else. I'm going to place it into a ministry. I'm going to place it into my family. I am going to lay hands and that which I have from God will pour from me like a river of living water and it will bring forth a bounty, a harvest. Can you believe that with me today? Can you believe that God is more than able? I want you to know something. The three Hebrew children trusted God and they didn't let anything stand in their way. Peter trusted God and he didn't let that boat stop him from stepping out. And today I want you to know that we serve a great God who is more than able, more than able, if you will trust him, if you will believe him, if you will hold on to him. Oh, he is the great God, Jehovah, the God that cannot fail. In the furnace, oh, it's not going to take long for your enemies to find out that you're not alone, that God is walking with you when you begin to receive what God has promised in your life. He's the God that cannot fail. Come on, church. Let's worship God today. Let's go out and begin to sow the word of God into those hearts, into those lives around about us and watch the harvest take place. There's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah.